The Free Vision app is where you'll find a growing range of on-demand audio and video to help you look to God daily. Search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's spend a little time coming back to one of those conversations that's become very important to us, and that is how as Christians and as part of church communities all around Australia, we're thinking about aged care. And aged care, as we've discovered over previous weeks, there are some church providers that are getting out of aged care. We might be concerned and we can recognise certainly those instances where church got into education, in fact founded education in Australia, but then relinquished that to government control and then it became a secular pursuit. The same thing might be argued in a whole lot of different dimensions. And right now, there's a number of Christian aged care providers who are leaving that space. What's the risk? What happens if the churches move out of that space and aged care simply becomes secularised? Let's get some insights once again today. Ben Boland is an aged care chaplain. On Christian attitudes and caring for aged people, Ben is outstanding. Ben, welcome back to 2020. Thank you to be with me, Neil. Ben, in previous weeks we've talked about the idea that some churches are getting out of aged care and it is an area where the majority of aged care has this Christian church foundation. What's the risk of churches getting out and then all of a sudden aged care becoming secularised? Well, there's actually multiple risks. Um, your listeners may remember that a number of years ago, um, between and we're also all aware of the issues between state and private schools, um, there was a strong push for there to be no government funding for private schools. Um, and at that point, the private schools got together and said, OK, fine, if you're not going to fund us, that's your prerogative. Um, but as of date X, we'll be out of the system, so the local schools will have to cover, or the state schools will have to cover that shortfall. Um, if that happened in aged care, as it did in that space, um, the government very quickly turned around and said, no, 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 no. We can't handle that sudden influx of students. Um, if all the Christian providers in Australia exited the industry at the end of next month, um, where, where would the people go? Um, the short answer is there is just not enough extra beds in the system for the number of people who are provided care for by Christian providers. Those people would end up in hospitals. Hospitals are already overcrowded. Um, so if we as Christian-run providers were to exit next month, the industry would implode. Um, so that's significant in itself. But I also want to argue that as Christians, we bring unique um, giftings, unique focus, and that focus isn't simply um, one-directional in terms of we invest in aged care, but our investment in aged care pays dividends, if you will, in terms of our engagement with local communities, our engagement with social justice issues, our engagement with society. As you say, if you leave the space 
then something will get in there and fill that. It won't have the same motivation, though. And and yes, we can look at education. We could look at the healthcare system, hospitals, uh, the churches who uh, who move out of that space. It's filled by a secular provider. Some will say, doesn't the secular provider do a better job? But uh, there's a key distinctive. Uh, for Christians uh, being providers of aged care. And, of course, that's a mission to care for the elderly. That's something that ought to be a part of every Christian, isn't it? Oh, unequivocally. Care for recognition of people's value outside of their function or form is a core tenet of Christianity. Um, and, and that reflects in how we deal with questions like euthanasia. Um, the reason the church has been a passionate proponent of pro-life is because we realise that people are created in God's image, are loved by God, and therefore are valuable irrespective of their colour, gender, functionality, intelligence. Um, If we step out of that, what are we leaving? Ben, it's interesting, isn't it, that if a secular provider closes a facility, they're not accused of anything because there's some sort of viability issue. But if a Christian gets out of this sort of ministry, then there's an accusation that says they're not all doing the right thing. It's not very Christian to get out. But there's all sorts of reasons why Christians might be getting out of aged care. But what are your thoughts for the fact that there is a ministry, mission, purpose that comes with Christians being involved in this space, whether it's easy or whether it's hard? Uh, Neil, I think we have a biblical imperative to care for the vulnerable generally, to care for people specifically and acutely to care for older people. Um, Now, yes, aged care is a tough industry to be in and and churches and church organisations need to make some hard decisions at times. Um, And I recognise they are really hard and are often prayerful Um, or those making decisions are prayerful in wrestling with those hard decisions. But we do have a a mandate, if you will, to care for all people. Now, whether we do that through providing residential care or through engaging in this space is a different conversation, but we do have a mandate to love people, to love our neighbour, to love our older neighbour. Ben, what about the staffing of aged care institutions? Uh, It has long been a pursuit of people who've got a ministry mission mindset uh, to get into aged care because they want to do something worthwhile and in a a caring pursuit. What are your thoughts for uh, considering careers, perhaps, working in aged care? Um, Let me approach that in two ways. In terms of careers, let me encourage people to consider careers in aged care and I don't simply mean um, I think when people think aged care they think uh, being a personal carer or being an RN or perhaps an allied health professional a physio a speechy something like that Um, but aged care is a huge industry we need almost every skill set available we need managers we need maintenance we need people who look after the fleet we need people who look at how to build and how to great architecture for aged care. So as a general thing, and we're a, we're a growth industry. Um, we hear lots at the moment about 
the transitions and digitisation of the workforce and the loss of careers and traditional careers that have been um, very well paid, so stuff like lawyers, they're saying that computers may well be able to take over a significant portion of that career opportunity. Well, I hate to break it to you, care we are a growth industry and there is no way that computers can do what we can do, nor can robots for that matter, um, because we're engaging with people. So great career space. Um, most of the providers have really good pathways for someone to start with little or no qualification and grain qualification while being paid. Um, so there's, my general spirit is please consider aged care. Uh, in terms of Christians, um, most um, people working in aged care facilities are not Christians. In fact, um, generally speaking, there is a lack of, um, I hate the phrase, but I'll use it, white Australians working in aged care. There is a high proportion of people from a, um, English as a second language perspective working in aged care. There is a high percentage of women working in care. Um, and I think that says something about how poorly we have treated care. Um, I'm not saying women or migrants are not great workers. Many of them are wonderful. But as a bloke, what, where are the blokes in aged care? Um, I'm often the only bloke in the room. I'm often the only bloke in the facility other than maintenance. Um, but more so, too, where are the Christians? Um, if we're passionate about our faith, if we want to care and love people, why are we not thinking about aged care as a job option, as a career option, or perhaps even a volunteer option? It's one thing to consider a professional career in aged care, and there may be some pluses and some minuses that goes along with that. But isn't it the case, though, Ben, that everybody who's perhaps in middle age, who has older ageing parents or family members uh, is in aged care anyway. So whether you're working it professionally, you're actually in aged care. And given that there are generations, uh, say an older generation, that middle-aged generation, and then younger generations, it really comes down to that middle-aged generation to model the way that you care for your ageing family, ageing parents, ageing community, modelling that for the younger generation who one day will care for you. Is that a, a relevant way of thinking about uh, another responsibility of, of taking on care for people in your community, even though you're not doing it professionally? Yeah, look, I think we all have a responsibility to love our neighbour, irrespective of our, our career work pathway. Um, and unequivocally, um, it's a real challenge for many people um, who are starting to live in the sandwich generation. Um, the days of households being a one income are by and large gone. Um, and many people in their 40s, maybe 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, have older parents and children or grandchildren they're trying to care for at the same time. And they're also trying to hold down a job um, and pay a mortgage and all those things. So it really is a very tough space. Um, but I think biblically it's helpful for us to step back and consider that commandment, honour your mother and your father. There's a temptation, I think, for or I see, for us to see that as primarily something that the under-20s should do. So particularly those rowdy teenagers, they, 
they're definitely disrespectful. They should be more respectful of their parents. Biblically, I think that commandment is actually primarily aimed at adults. Um, yes, it applies to children, but we are adults with parents longer than we are children with parents. Uh, so that's important. Let's come back to this difference that it makes when you've got Christians involved in aged care because the idea that you care for someone isn't just about uh, looking after physical needs and uh, waiting on people in any sort of way, but there's a spiritual dimension here. What are your thoughts for the spiritual dimension and the sorts of things we need to be attentive to in thinking about our older Australians? Uh, Look, Unequivocally, we need to provide whole person or holistic care for people. And there is a growing recognition right across the healthcare space um, that people are not simply a set of symptoms or even a set of um, physiological um, processes, um, that people have a real mental, emotional, social, and also spiritual component. Um, and I think the church has a real advantage there because that's what we've seen people as forever. Um, we don't simply see people as, um, if you'll bear the phrase, the ribs in bed 11. We see that as Ben or as Neil, who is important and loved by God. So that is really critical. Um, we also, as churches, think in terms of caring for the spiritual. Um, and I mean spiritual there not simply in a faith sense, although I think that is acutely true too, but in terms of our meaning and purpose and hope space. Um, so we're, we're ahead of the game, but if we don't choose to engage, then we're not in the game. Well, Ben, it is always so good getting your insights into growing old, aged care in Australia, and what it is that sets it apart when you've got Christian providers. There is a spiritual dimension that needs to be cared for. Ben Boland, let me tell listeners how they can connect with you. You have a book, Jesus Loves Me, and available through Hammond Care and the Bible Society. People can connect with you on LinkedIn. Just look for Ben Boland. You can also find Ben on YouTube, Jesus Love in Aged Care. You can find that when you search YouTube. Ben, always great getting your insights. Thanks so much for joining us once again today on 2020. Thank you. Neil, thank you, 2020. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.